Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to episode 431 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I want to fucking kill myself. Here for an offload, mate. <laughs> On the field and life. Well, just looking at Jay's little effort in the Facebook group oh. just a few moments ago. It's, a, it's like a self-offload that reloads. <laughs> a reloading yeah. self-offload. Yeah, good. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that, that, that was something else. Well, but, um, look, Glenn, well, he, was t- he was a tough one for you, mate. I know. I know it was. Uh, everyone in the in the uh, the entire Twill Nation community, <laughs> their thoughts their thoughts on Sunday afternoon were, were fucked not, towards their, not towards their, their, not towards their stepdad, not towards any biological dad, but towards their podcast real dad. <laughs> because the amount, of, the amount of fucking DMs I got... Like, not even shit people put in the group where they were, like, concerned genuinely. I mean, you know, I mean, the people trolling as well. Yep. But the amount of DMs I got, like... Yeah. Have you got eyes on Glenn right now? Is he staying at your place tonight? Fucking... Yeah. <laughs> it was a fucking late night. It was... We stopped to get some food on the way home, but I... And um, that that long stretch of fucking nothing um, on the, on the Warrigo... Where it's just it's just long and straight and fucking pitch black. We're only car on the fucking road. That's a that's a grind. After watching that shit, I can tell you. I was gonna oh, say like, I I fucking love a road trip, yeah. and I can I can do big fucking yep. stretches, Same. big stretches. But that stretch of road sucks us, and unle- and especially because it gives you so much time to replay shit in your head. <laughs> like a, a road trip where you've got a fucking podcast or tunes or you're chatting with your kid or yeah, you know, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. And it's, or it's driving you need to think about, like when you're going up and down the mountain and it's all winding, yeah, you know, yeah, like that yeah, sort of part, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but after man, that, yeah. I was lucky. I was lucky I did have Jax with me. Yeah. There's a, there's a few... There's a few Moments where he he really comes of age, and and you guys would both be very proud of him. But I'll get to those later. Okay, <laughs> in a game specific context, is yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. An epic um, epic moment that I was just like, mate. Honestly, I really want to punch you in the face at the moment, but I know two blokes that would be extremely proud of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and and also like let's you know we also need to say it was his birthday as well. I yeah, mean, exactly. That's probably another reason not to punch him in the face. <laughs> and it was also Father's Day, so it's probably not the fatherliest thing to do to punch him in the face on I'm his birthday on Father's Day. A couple of domestics two weeks in a row at Redcliffe. <laughs> 
there was no Penrith fans there, so I had to, I had to kick something off. Yeah, they were all at the buffet at Reedley. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can't. I don't. I can't understand why anyone that I'm friends with would ever fucking think to step foot in that fucking place. It's like a. It's the stuff of legends. Man, I remember that. Do you remember Glenn Food Star? Yeah, I do. I've never heard of it. Va- vaguely. Sure. So if anyone else, they hit us up on Twitter or you know Facebook or whatever, but there was, it was post the Sizzler boom, right? And you remember there was that Sizzler in Campbelltown, near the train station, near Lumiere yeah, train station. Yeah, yeah, what's... Um, across yeah. from the Holden dealership. Yeah. Right? And you, you legit would go and line up for an hour, like you'd send your dad out an hour before you were ready to go and the rest yeah, of the family would meet him there yep. and like he'd been holding your place in line like it was a fucking, you know, sneaker release or something. Yeah. Um, then there was another one. It was like the Aldi Sizzler. It was called Food Star. Food Star. And the rumours were, because like, it was one of those ones where you'd go and then it'd be shut down for a week. And then they'd open up for a week and it'd be shut down for another week. <laughs> and the rumour was... they kept finding old boots in the fucking salad bar. <laughs> oh, well, Chinese whispers, but, um, you know, there was, oh, it was Rat or it was Ibis or it was you know, something, but, yeah. <sighs> fucking, fucking food, food star. star. Yes. that That's a Redcliffe buffet right there. <laughs> yeah. <Bad>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and look, and 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 the the place in question um, is still operating, so we won't name them. But um, <laughs> I've I've never been there. I've I just just the people talking about it on like the local community Facebook group and stuff. The the amount that they love it tells me that it's a place that I never want to fucking <laughs> step foot in ever, yeah. <laughs> like ever. Um, they've got another one over at Strathpine, I think, as well. It's a different name, but it's the same operators. They're not selling any fucking artisan smashy burgers with fucking custom fucking carved pickles, are they, mate? Does, does the other one? No, does no. the other one they have sound like it could be my restaurant? Yes. Okay. Yep. I know. And they had an, about. and they had another one and they had another one by that name at Brookside that just shut down Fuck. last week after yeah, being okay. open for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, you know exactly what. Yeah, you know what. Well, it's how, the same. how bad is your food when the business concept of pay very little money? For shitloads of food, doesn't get people through the door. <laughs> yeah. Have yeah, either of exactly. you, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Have either of you ever been to a Rachey's in New South Wales? Oh, Rachey's? No, no, I've never. Is been. Is it Rachey's? Rachey's? Yeah, they, they've started. They've, they've opened some up here, haven't they? As well, recently. Oh, not that I've no. seen. I don't know. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Uh, I don't I, know. I have a feeling there's like one over like Indra or somewhere. But anyway, oh, okay. no, so no, I've, ne- no, I've never, never been to one though. No. So there's this week in Houso Sizzler. How good! Yeah. This, week, yeah. <laughs> this week in budget buffet, or you can eat feasts. Did you have a, Did you have a comment about about Rache's, um, Glenny? I mean, no, you I could just, get them on the sponsor. I, <laughs> I've just heard conflicting reports as to um, how good it is. Well, the fucking place is named after a skin condition mixed with an Eshe, so how fucking good can it be? <laughs> so are you saying it's all you a can drink shoeys? It's a bo- named after a bogan with hives. <laughs> oh, come down to Eshe's, bar. It'll make you itch, brah. <laughs> right. Oh. Well, you know, it's yeah, timely, you know, this, this buffet talk because certainly one of us this week... 
got absolutely fucking fed, Glenny. <laughs> and uh, I dare say you were fed more than you could eat. Not just all you could eat. Look, I can, I can eat. I've got a fair appetite. I'm a husky gentleman. <laughs> um, but we'll but get some to your things game. that I'm force fed turn my fucking stomach. <laughs> yeah, and we saved the best. For, we saved the best for last. That's the NRL and their scheduling. Um, so <laughs> yeah. let's get into let's get into the rest this, of round twenty five first, shall we? This sort of getting fed was you know more human centipede. Less. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Um, <laughs> have we already named an episode the human tiger pee? I feel like we already have. Look, I don't think we've named one the human tiger pee, but I, I definitely have now. think that there's been. I, I definitely think that there, there has been some sort of human centipede. What was it nophipede? It was a nophipede. Yeah, it might have been nophipede. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds more like us. Um, <laughs> the first game though, on Thursday night up in Mackay, the uh, Roosters forty defeat the Canberra Raiders sixteen. Thus. Eliminating the Canberra Raiders from their uh, faint or you know limited hopes of gaining that available eighth place at the end of the round, the uh, Roosters uh, hat trick to Adam Kieran, uh, Ikavali, Crichton, Marshke, and Lamb with tries. Kieran two conversions, Takayaho two conversions. Kieran two penalty goals. Uh, defeat the Raiders sixteen tries to Whitehead, Papali'i, Harley Smith, Shields, and uh, two conversions from three attempts to Jordan Rapiner. I thought last week. Was it being a massive adrenaline dump for the Roosters? You could have been forgiven for for them not getting up. They could have been forgiven for not getting up for this game at all. Uh, the Raiders came at them early, and the Roosters steadied and got themselves, you know, kept themselves in the contest, and, and in the end, proved far too classy for the Ra- mm-hmm. uh, for the Raiders. I thought. Um, the, just the other point I wanted to make about this game was just watching. How well guys like Hutchison, Walker, even Kieran, who had a great game, yep. how well they're grasping and and making the most of this experience. Um, ha, ha, you know, being the guys that have to step up in the absence of of bigger names through injury or, or suspension in some cases, and um, it's only going to serve to make the Roosters even more of a force in two two thousand twenty two. Yeah, a full healthy squad and these guys with all this experience—it's it's fucking yeah. scary. The fun, the funny thing is about the Roosters, is it's like a, the injury toll this year has made this season a complete write-off, a complete write-off. However, where they finished the season in fifth position <laughs> and mm. got almost a f- complete year of development under Hutchinson and Walker. Mm. Yeah, and, which puts them and in excellent real battle tested year. development. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, like real, like in the fire. Yep. Which shows, I think, a maturity of their systems, and we've pointed to it before earlier this season. But you remember the remember the year when they started off, and they they probably would have been competition favourites or or thereabouts, but they lost Pierce to the. I think that was the dog fucking incident. The dog they had all, yeah. everyone else out, and Spin. and it was oh, okay. Well, these these Roosters players now, you know, their senior players need to stand up. You know, yeah. there's still some of those guys left in this team. And the difference in maturity and leadership shown by those guys is yeah. chalk and cheese. That's a real maturity in their systems. If I'm looking at this game as a Raiders fan, I am fucking appalled Great. at their forward pack. You know, for for a team whose whose game plan has been that they were going to have this this massive, strong forward pack led by on his day. One of the best forwards in the competition in Papali, 
Yep. And they were absolutely fucking dominated by the Roosters. And then on the counter to that, if you think of the Roosters and their strengths, you know, at the beginning of the season, in our reviews, their forward pack was one of their liabilities because they were getting on in years and, and really didn't have the continuous punch that a lot of other forward packs did. But especially, I think, their second rowers just stood up and, and really took it to the Raiders. It was very fucking, very disappointing from the men in green. Yeah, and so and and in addition to their forwards, I mean, like the regression of Jack White in this year has been something to truly behold. I mean, and, and it's not it's not just poor play, but it's just the the whole basis on which his game is, you know, the foundation of his game, you know, being that running player. There's this element of cowardice now where he's not even taking opportunities where that are twice as obvious as they, as ones he would have taken in 2019. And I might have mentioned it recently. He's not a guy that is blessed with freakish talent. His strength, he's a good runner of the ball. He sees the game pretty well. I, but, I think he's got a pretty fair level of athletic talent. Yeah, I, I agree, but he's not a... How do you put it? I, I just There's a physicality to his game, which I feel is a is his biggest strength. And if he's not taking the line on and using that to its full potential, I think his game is is far poorer for it, and and yeah. it shows on the field. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm just going down to the Facebook thread again. I didn't put it in the game comments just yeah you know, because it had video to to actually make it make sense, and that shit's always tough. But there was somebody put an example in, and it's fucking perfect. It, it sums up Nate exactly what you were saying that there was an instance where he had a fucking Hope Solo-sized gap in front of him. Yep. And and couldn't have missed it. Like, could not have missed it. Um, there we are. Wade. It wasn't in the game thread. He's just posted in the Facebook group. But M- Wade's made a post. And you can see the size of the fucking gap that he lets go to throw a, an average pass. Yep. You know? Yep. That goes to ground. <laughs> And, and fucks the entire play. Where if he steps back off his left, he's in. Yeah, last year and the year before, he's like, yeah, exactly. So he's just off his left foot and straight through. Yeah. And there was no one there, and there was no one there. The fullback was across. There was nothing stopping him from going all the way. Yeah. And, you know, and That's taking it. around, scoring under the stick. So. Does anyone know if he's housemates with Jared Croker? Why do you Why do you ask that, Glenny? Well, I just feel like you know the game's passed fucking Croker by. Maybe. Did this? Dragging, did this guy dragging Whiten? Did Croker fuck an ex-girlfriend of yours or something? I don't have any ex-girlfriends. Um, Do you just hate but... him because his name rhymes with choker? <laughs> and you secretly want it? <laughs> I just think it's a fair assessment of, of the man's career. Fair enough. And listeners who, of the show you know, who've been going back to like the start would would uh, would remember that this, this, this vendetta is not a new thing. It's been going since day one yeah. for some fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's no rhyme or reason as to my targets. <laughs> Mitch Kelly, Chris Bailey, Jared Croker. There's no real rhyme or reason <laughs> to it. The Dragons fan Matt, base as a Matt, whole. Yeah, Matt's blank. God damn. On the socials, John in the Facebook group said, Miss Lamb's knock on, another Chooks try. Ref's going fantastic. Chris. 59% fucking completions in the game. You know, you're not exactly giving yourself the chance to claim that the ref had anything to do with it, are you? <laughs> Chris said, Robbo's blow-up last week has worked wonders with the whistleblowers. So you, you reckon that was uh, that came into it? 
Probably. Yeah. It probably did. It always does. Yeah. And, totally. I, and I think it's and they, probably and they, did gonna... get, they did get a couple of decent calls too. Yeah. I, and I don't think his plan was for it to have an impact in this game. Maybe yeah. maybe in the next couple, couple of weeks, down. I think yeah. it was probably yeah. his plan. Um, Ricky said, uh, sorry, Conan said, Ricky should schedule a fine-inducing press conference during halftime. <laughs> uh, and Ian summed up yours, Glenn. He said, Robbo should have saved his blow-up for the week before they burst a respectable team. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, from Twitter, at RepatExpatCazFan said, don't think we can go toe-to-toe with the Panthers, Storm and Seagulls with our World War II-like casualty list, but... To put the cleaners through Canberra was mighty satisfying. There you yeah. go. Right, um, Friday pub slot game. The Melbourne Storm uh, sealed the minor premiership, defeating the Sharks twenty-eight points to sixteen. Uh, the Storms twenty-eight came through a hat trick to Ryan Pappenhausen, uh, Brandon Smith, and Marion Seve with tries. Nico Hines three conversions and a penalty goal, uh, defeating the Sharks sixteen uh, through a double to Sione Katoa. Connor Tracy with the other try. Trindle, one conversion, one penalty goal. So the Sharks were pretty game and their effort was high. Ultimately, they were outclassed by more superior structures to no one's surprise and, and done in by several pieces of individual brilliance. Grant, uh, Harry Grant had, a, had some quality touches, and a couple of really big moments. Um, Jerome Hughes and, and Pappenhausen. Commentators are saying he's back. It's definitely the best game since he's come back. But um, yeah, and there's you know it was even Bellamy in the press conference said that he noticed he you know he took some some heavy hits and, mm-hmm. and got up and, and didn't seem to bother him, which uh, which is again as we've said in, in previous weeks is, is a great sign for him. But just his being in and around the ball, you know, in around the ruck, sorry, and 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 on the ball is is a great sign. And, yeah, uh, he's a fucking fantastic, fantastic player when he's in that mood. That's it. I just yeah, think man. the Sharks missed a fucking golden opportunity here. Like, if you <clears throat> if you guys ever played blackjack in a casino, mm-hmm. yep, you know that the last person before the dealer, they they're called the anchor, and it's their fucking job to take bullets for people. It is their fucking job. Surely, sure, look, they could have had Aaron Woods do it. He's not going to be at the club next year. Just fucking coat hanger pappy. Take the king, right? Hit on 16 for the rest of us, you dumb cunts. <laughs> and let us all do what nature intended. But no. The Storm are just far too clinical. And even when... This, this wasn't one of their best performances as a whole. They're a little bit clunky, a little bit off. But it's that freakish ability they have that when shit's not going well as a unit... They've got that individual talent to to break it out. And, you know, we've seen Brandon Smith do it a couple of times during the year. All of a sudden, Melbourne were in grinds and, and found themselves looking like they'd, they'd met their match in a game. And all of a sudden, Brandon Smith just breaks 47 fucking tackles and runs 20 metres himself to score. Mm. Yeah. So the, the individual talent level in Melbourne is just ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And the Sharks didn't play badly in this game. I mean, it was really just like that, that soft try to Seve. Yeah. Kind of broke their back a little bit, where otherwise they were kind of, you know, they they, they were right in it. They were right in it, and you know they were definitely playing to get into the finals and not try and you know sort of just Bradbury their way in, but you know waiting yeah. for the Titans to do their thing. So um, I'd also like to point out that my prediction in 2016 has come true, which in was 
2016, that was the only time that the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks would have any sort of relevancy at all. And they would just fall in meaning year on year on year. Whereas now they've just bundled out of the finals and won't ever right. play finals football ever again. The West <laughs> so Tigers will play finals football before the Sharks will. <laughs> that, okay, that's the big. That's the big one. There you go. Take sound the bite. take the uh, take Grab the soundbite of that one, folks. Uh, <laughs> and let's see how quickly you get to use it. Because <laughs> I got to say, it seems a fucking long way away. <laughs> it seems it seems like a long shot at this stage. What you're saying, I mean, you know, look, if you said that, you know, both of those sides weren't going to make the finals for a little while, you know, I'd I'd, I'd put money on that. But but trying to say, you know, relying on the West Tigers to win you a. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a fucking dangerous path to take. I feel like I'm best placed to speak on that. Yeah, <laughs> not a good place to be, man. You were, you were, you, you were actually like twitching in the face when he said it. Like... <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say on that one? No. Ben said, "If Katoa isn't the best finisher in the comp, he's got to be extremely close." Um, no. Would you gentlemen like to rattle off any finishes you think are better than Katoa? I think his his efforts in this game were, were fairly high quality. Um, yeah, but they don't. Yeah. But that's just what wing, most wingers, most like wingers, wingers do. Like good wingers do. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I almost said oh that's just what wingers do. But, you know. <laughs> David. Said having three fullbacks, two hookers, three halfbacks, only actually playing in four spots is a lot of footy smarts in our spine, and we are extracting the full toll tonight. Except for Lewis, who was given away three penalties and cooked a couple of plays up, he's having a poor night. Yeah. Nathan said finals on the line, and the Sharks missed fifty tackles. That was, I think, where they really let themselves down. They were they were in in the game in attack, but their defence left a lot to be desired. Mm. Yep. On to the next one. The uh, Brisbane Broncos. No, no, sorry, the Parramatta Eels. Yeah, sorry, the Panthers 40 defeated the Eels 6. Uh, second game down there at Seabus on Friday night. The uh, Panthers had a uh, tries through a hat-trick to Brian Toto. Uh, Cleary, Pangai Jr., Burton, and uh, Coruscant with tries. Uh, Cleary, six conversions. The Eels, uh, try to object and conversion to Blake Ferguson. Floor is yours, my friend. They continue to show exactly what they missed in the grand final last year, and that is patience. In that they they had expectations that they would go out and put 50 on this team in, in the first half. And at half time, at 12 points to six, that Parramatta, because, you know, let, let's be real, Parramatta C-grade team would, yeah. have, would have been over-fucking-joyed. And they would have been sniffing an upset from their end. But... What would have crippled Penrith teams of other years? That psychological, we should be too, you know, much more ahead, and we're not, and we'll start chasing. These guys just don't let it sweat them, and they just go out there and they go about their business, and they take the high percentage options. You know, the mistake level is probably a little bit too high for my liking going into the finals, but the fact that they're in that groove of of actually understanding and believing in their capacity as an 80-minute football side and not needing to pin back points instantly gives me great hope going into this final series. Um, Luai's starting to run more. 
Um, kick is doing a little bit of dumb shit that I don't like, but but the effort's up. Mm. And and I think he's with definitely him, more involved. Yeah, just in recent and, weeks. And and I don't know. You know, correlation <laughs> is, is not not causality, but I, I don't know whether that's the West Tigers in the fucking and the, the fucking Mounties. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, more involved. It's got more touches, Nathan, was my point. It wasn't speaking to but, the quality of the opposition. But he um but having Pangai there I think has has sparked a little bit in him in terms of all you know, he he's a guy whose game is is similar to mine in in his dangers. What a shame um, Pangai isn't unsigned for next year. To so that he could be a legitimate threat as a pick your shit up or <laughs> We yeah. might sign this guy in your stead. That's it, hey. Option, you know. I mean, because because at the end of the day, if Kikau really wants to, you know, talk himself back around to being the lazy bastard that he can be, yeah. he could he, he could say, well, you know, he's gone in a couple of weeks anyway. Well, I guess here's that thing, though. It's that reminder that those guys are out there. Maybe yeah. that maybe yeah. that's what it takes to see to see yeah. the guy in the the black or pink jersey and go, oh, oh, fuck, okay, yeah, no, nah, he can run those lines too. So. Um, yeah. But I mean, also, I think, I think, I mean, this, yeah, I think, yeah, you're just overthinking this game because, like, the Eels, I mean, they, they would have been happy to be down, down 12 yeah, 6 exactly. Because that was their C grade side. But I don't think they, they, they would never look at, like, there were never a chance of winning this game, ever. No. It was more like, credit to you, young fellas, for fucking playing the game of your lives. Yeah. To keep it to, to keep it like this, you know. Yeah, that's I was it. like there was never there was never really a, any a chance uh, in terms of attacking prowess or anything where they were really going to threaten to put on a lot of points, and then as you know, predictably they fell off as yeah as it got further and further away from them. Interestingly enough, um, only three ruck infringements blown all game, but nine penalties. Mm. So it's almost as if whether by edict. Or by group decision, the whistleblowers in the game have rolled back PVL ball <laughs> to, to something. Obviously, the the six again rule has been implemented and exists, but it's up to the man in the middle in terms of uh, interpretation of when yeah. it's used and when it's not used, and when a penalty is used in its stead, and so on. Although, you know, again. Three, three, six agains, no offsides, mm. no inside the ten meter restarts, uh, and still forty points to six. And you know, so does, you does have... PVL ball cause blowouts? This is against. This is a team. This is a full strength team against the fucking C grade team. Exactly. So I don't think. So it's not. So you know, no, not exactly. It's so it's not. It's not something that you use as a measuring stick of what, what why a blowout happens or not because a blowout yeah, happens know. because it's a severe talent deficiency. But on one but side. all but all exactly and all of the blowouts this year that people were blaming on PVL ball were just great sides versus shit sides. Yeah. No. Not necessarily. Or the Tigers. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's 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 the thing. That's not been the case earlier in the season. <laughs> Fuck Jesus Christ! Vaccinate your kids when Fuck. they release a vaccine advice saying that you can vaccinate under 12, 12 year old children. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fuck now. It took it. The um, Mrs. Stepdad took the kids to get their meningococcal vaccines. Yep. Um. And keeping them safe from the uh, the, the former Raiders in Queensland well, Centre. I have a fucking bone to pick with whatever cunt named that disease. <laughs> like, 
to two boys under the age of nine with a word that sounds like ninja cock. <laughs> it was, yeah. Two days we'll never get back. Oh, and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a stepdad who fucking feeds that mentality anyway cause, because he's right there with him mentally. <laughs> Under so nine. Fucking lie to me. <laughs> Under nine. <laughs> no one listening to this conversation right now is, is going to put you out of the, out of the running either. <laughs> no. Well, you know, I just draw pictures of it. <laughs> like that kid in Superbad. On people's faces. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love it. Anything else you want to say about that one? Nah. On the socials, what did Facebook have to give us? What glorious. Nathan said, Appy, so deceptive on and off the field. <laughs> <laughs> ben said, That's how you deal with the eels. Take note, storms. Joshua said, Showing Pangai twice. <laughs> When Vossi is talking about Father's Day is a bit much. Now this this is something. Have I missed a joke here? Has he got like a no dad story? I don't. I don't or like, know. did his dad run away or abuse him? Is there a? I don't know. I, I, I just. I just feel. I just feel. You know, if anything, it's it's uh it's it's Glennie's attraction to Polynesians. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's okay. fucking, that's a reference. long bow. My name Fantastic. is not Tavita Pangai Senior. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you did have that whole thing about Sonny Bill, you know, tied up with, you know. But you do want some Tavita Pangai in you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's not my top. <laughs> oh. Rishi said, unfortunately, we still have some unforced errors and Dylan Edwards. So this is harder <laughs> than it should be. <laughs> Jason said, Brian To'o is just To'o good. All right, I'll show myself out. No, it was fantastic. Mm. Nothing better than Please a, do. a dad joke on Father's Day weekend. Um, <laughs> Arterial underscore deluxe on Instagram said, Panthers like a cat owner teasing a kitten with a ball of wool or a laser pointer. Cat like seven. Said, I think four more scrum plays and Fergie's going to grasp the concept. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was ordinary. Poor Fergie. <laughs> Has anyone signed him next year? Or is he on the shit, the shit cunts oh, unsigned 13? Probably. He's still, he's still only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. He'll be off to England before. Oh, you're saying he's going to be off to the West Tigers? Oh, wouldn't fucking surprise me. There's an Mate, internal review. <laughs> There's an internal review happening. He's a better option yeah, but than Kenny, Offer. But Kenny and, Kenny and Offer have both got years on them. At yeah. I'm, I'm okay with Kenny. I'm okay with Kenny. I don't think he's, I don't think he's been terrible. At any point, yeah. <laughs> but okay, would you take Fergo over Noffa? Look, Fergie's Fergo's old Ferg- fuck man. Yeah, like. Fergie's old, but he's got some Noffa games in him. But he's got some, you know. But he's also not Noffa. He's also not Noffa. So you, you would say Noffa's got more Noffa games in him by <laughs> de- by default. By <laughs> Yeah, but also like just the absence of the just the, abs- the absence of the name Noffa doesn't necessarily make a player a defensive powerhouse. I mean, because you know that's it. Noffa, you know, Noffa was begotten by Ashford, who was begotten. Yeah. I mean, and look, you can you can break Fergie down by kicking to him regularly. Yeah. He's yeah, he's like facial reconstructed Dylan Edwards. 
Yes, I mean he he has he has uh, you know immense games in him every now and then, but they're increasingly. But as I mean, yeah, they're few and far between. Exactly. At this stage of his career, yeah. exactly. Yeah, which is why he's unsigned going forward. Yep. And you know, most probably wind up in England, I would say. Um, moving on to Saturday, the Broncos finished their season off in style, defeating the Knights thirty-five to twenty-two at Suncorp Stadium in front of a reasonable crowd in these pandemic times of uh, just over twenty thousand. The Bronx tries to Hetherington, Farnworth, Oates, Milford, Cobbo, and Tessie New. Um, Herbie Farnworth, five conversions. Milford with a field goal. The Knights, 22, tries to Tuala, uh, Toa, uh, Jack Johns, and Chris Randall with Clifford, three conversions. I think the Broncos <clears throat> have shown over the past five or six weeks that there's some spirit to build on for next season and beyond, and this game was, um, albeit the Knights put the queue in the rack pretty early. Um, but They put the queue in the rack when it looked like they were fucking no chance of winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I... Um, yeah. Well, you, you could say they put the queue in the rack when they fucking rested all their players, but, you know... <laughs> well, I mean, they took they, they, they had players out there, but they took, yeah. then they took they them took off. Took them off. You know, sort of you know, early in the second half there. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and as soon as they took them off... The comeback the comeback started and they actually started put some points on and made it you know a little bit uncomfortable for the Broncos there. Milford's- Which brings us to the field goal. <laughs> Motherfuckers out there! I mean, the whole disrespectful field goal thing. I don't know if it started with us, but I feel like it did. And I'm this, claiming the, it. Yeah, it's, and, and people need to let's let's just consider this to be a refresher of what exactly disrespectful field goal is. Team's leading by 18 points with like a minute to go, and yeah, yeah, you kick a field goal. That's a disrespectful field goal. Yeah, team's up 35 nil and kicks a field goal for some god fucking knows reason. That's a disrespectful field goal. But if you're the Brisbane Broncos, if you kick the a field goal, had, if you kick a field goal anywhere except in the last four minutes of the game, that's not just before half time and the clock's running down. Like to just kick one with fucking 30 to go, that's yep. disrespectful. Yeah, now, now if you're the Brisbane Broncos, wooden spoon last year, you know, at this stage, at this in the, during this game, you're second last on the table, and you know it hasn't been a great season. You're playing a team that's be- that's finals bound. They've just put two tries on you in about three minutes, and they're looking like they they've just plenty of time for them to run over. There's like ten minutes for them to run over the top of you and get you know another couple of tries and make this game interesting. You want to turn it from a two score game to a three score three score game. That's just, that, that's fucking smart game management, and I can't believe I'm saying it. You know, when I'm talking about someone the likes of Anthony Milford, but I, but I am. That's look. That's called icing a fucking game. There's nothing disrespectful about that. I mean, I can't speak to what was inside the man's heart, but <laughs> from a from a simply strategic point, that's a, a tactical point. It's like a, it's 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 a you know, a great move, and it did kill off the Knights' resolve, and they didn't do mm. anything for the rest of the game. Yeah. So um, save that disrespectful field goal shit for. Yeah. But on that note, you know, surely most teams, and especially the Brisbane Broncos, with the money they've got at their disposal, the resources they've got at their disposal, the fan base, mm-hmm. surely they employ sports psychologists somewhere in their club to deal with their playing group. How the fuck has it not been figured out yet that Anthony Milford doesn't deal well with pressure and responsibility outside of his own control. Old school footy heads rather than a sports psychologist pulling the strings. Yeah, and he is a different fucking 
player. Yeah, that's one of the points I wanted to make. Watching him play free of pressure and expectation or scrutiny, yep. it's fucking intriguing. And and what he could do potentially at South with that same sort of free reign and yeah. and, and not ridiculous expectation given his salary. Yeah. And especially it's, in a coach who will believe in, you know, well, you know, for Wayne, Wayne Bennett's very much a, you know, That'll that'll do, pig sort of coach, mm. you know. Whatever you've done, as long as it's your best effort, that's fine. So he's just a completely different player. His decision making's better. His running game has come back. Mm. It it gives me a little bit of hope for the future for Anthony Milford, uh, and, and we might see close to to what he's capable of next year. The way he's played the last two weeks is the way I thought we'd see him play next year. But the fact it's actually come early and he still put mm. on these performances when he was yeah. still actually at the Broncos. Yep. Yeah. I think the, a little bit of salt in the wounds for the for I think the, the general, general perception and feel about Milford around the Broncos from, you know, old boys and, <clears throat> you know, coaching staff and all the rest of it is that you're on the big bucks, you're a Bronco, this is how you're supposed to perform, and yeah, that, the, the 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 game and and as you alluded to, Jay, sports psychologists and 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 getting the best out of guys mentally um, to put their best performance on on the field physically is yeah. is fucking paramount. And 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 there's no, it's not it's not a one size fits all approach as yeah. Anthony Milford case in point. It, it does go to that fact of, well, you know, there does need to be some work done with him mm. to get, if he ever wants to be a million-dollar player again, because a million-dollar player deals with that sort of pressure as part of that, that price tag. Mm. But if he's happy in his role at Souths, just being, you know, a, a role player, then he will have a great couple of years there, yeah. I feel. Great. And look, it wasn't just Anthony Milford, uh, Anthony Milford show either. I mean, like the Broncos. I mean, there's, you know, with with the the way that you know, particularly their forwards played, mm. and as well as some other, you know, some of some of the the young backs they've got there, like you know, like Farnworth. But yeah, you, know, you put Adam Reynolds in there, yeah, steering yeah. shit around. That's it. And with the, and you know, and presumably they're going to hold on to to most of those forwards. There's definitely something to build on now. Yeah, you can you, see it. You can, you you can see that, there's something to build on. If you put that forward pack behind the feudal position that Adam Reynolds' kicking game will give them, yeah, and and they can put other teams yep. under pressure with the way that they can defend when you know things are going their way, and um, it's this there's, there's pieces at the Broncos, and, yeah. And, Adam Reynolds is very injury prone, as we know. So if he can stay on the field, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100%. And I mean, like, they're still they're still, they're still going to be short of hooker, I think. But um, that's what I was going to say. They're, you know, they're, they're weak still, in nine. Yeah, but there's still yeah, there's there's definitely something to build on there. Yeah. Liam in Facebook said, "How slow is Mitchell Pierce? Got overtaken by half the Broncos team with a ten meter start over twenty meters." <laughs> <laughs> Michael, a Broncos number seven and a drop kickoff go hand in hand. It does. Joshua says, I am genuinely happy for the MILF at the moment. So am I. Like, I, mm. yep. I, I almost have that crafty veteran sort of happiness, but he's, we not, love, we he's love, not that old. 
we love a redemption story. And I'm not talking about the redemption story of like a guy that flogged his missus, but the redemption story of a player that's been written off. Yeah. Who then starts to make a revival. Like yeah. no one championed Benji Marshall in, you know, at the Broncos more than we did. That's it. We fucking I, loved I it. Was, and, and people know how we feel about the Broncos. I remember how erect I got when Luke Lewis. Remember that patch with Luke Lewis was just making fucking line, like clean line breaks. Yeah. Every yeah. fucking game. I was just intercepts, willing. 80, 80, 85 meter intercepts getting mowed down yeah. five meters out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll put, it to, I'll put this to you, gentlemen. Luke Brooks, Canberra Raiders. What are you hearing? I'm not hearing anything. I just want okay. to fuck out of my club and I figure the Raiders is a, is a fucking logical solution. Why, are you, picking, for him to drive. why are you picking neither the Raiders or the Tigers game to talk about this? No, I'm just saying, redemption story, will you have the same love in your heart for Luke Brooks if he starts killing it somewhere other than the dogs? Fucking oath I will. You I fucking will hypocrite fucking... cunt. What? Can you imagine he's playing against the Tigers? It's the revenge game. Of course. It's, he it's, picks it's up written, a ball. It he, is he, written he, already. He picks up a ball off his off the half volley off his ankles inside the in goal area, runs at length of the field, scores a try. This time it is allowed because he's a veteran redemption. That's it. And uh, and, and I'd like no one to be happier than well, Luke Brooks would be the happiest, obviously, but then me. And Ricky Stewart teaches him how to ground the ball with T Rex arms. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be a hundred percent happy for him. How do you think we wouldn't be? Like we have, we have a team. We have a notebook that we pass back like the fucking sisterhood of the traveling pants, with a team of the great players the Tigers have let go. I'm sure do you not you think? Do. do you not think I am looking forward like fuck to that Illuminati style ceremony where we get out the fucking feather and ink and write Luke Brooks's name in seven? <laughs> <laughs> It's not where uh, I thought that would go. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Knights, boys? You just put it down to the fact that they couldn't improve yeah. or decline in this uh, game? Or do you, I don't think, or do you they, think that motivation. they don't have what it takes? No, I, I just think that they, there was no motivation to really. Because you've been big up in. on the Knights nuts the last like probably month. Yeah. I, I think Specifically they, you, though, out of out of all of us, you. Me? Yeah, you've, yeah. Been, you've been very complimentary to I think the Knights. They've got, I think they've got the pieces, and I, and I think that they – can spring an upset in, in finals week one. Right. After being flogged in regular season round twenty five. Again, I just don't I don't right. think that they were up for the game because it wasn't gonna impact their finals position. I I think but to if they're me, not up for the game, why yeah. they, why are they why why are they starting with Ponger and all those guys? Why didn't they just rest them? Yeah. I think the coach was up for the game. So he put them in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the players were. Right. Right. We've done all the socials that one, haven't we? Uh, yeah, I'll, we? I'll give the, the final word on this one to uh, long-suffering Knights fan, Dog 70 on Instagram. So trying to keep it all in perspective, a win doesn't mean much. There are a few players missing. Resting seems to make sense. Get good for the finals, blah, blah, blah. Then you look at how Penrith went last night and you see what winning teams do. Bloody Knights. I hate supporting them. It's the Broncos, for God's sake. And I, I think yeah. that sums up the worry. And Nate, it's exactly like you said. If they can't get up for their springboard into the finals, that's the concern for me. 
It's just like that. It's just the habit of, of yeah. uh, and the confidence that just comes from winning and winning and winning, you know. And that's why that's why the, the Eels were mystifying to me while they put out that C-grade side. They had such a bad run recently, and then they get their shit together and beat the fucking storm of all people, and they exactly. beat them fair and square and just, just dominated them. Yeah. And then, they, and then they rest everybody to go into the finals. And I mean, like, you know, if they have a complete regression this week, then, I mean, it's no fucking surprise. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brad Arthur hasn't, you know, he doesn't hasn't shown me he's a good enough coach to somehow load manage all this resting and shit like a Bellamy yeah. would. Up to the abattoir, the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 46th, destroyed the North Queensland Cowboys, 18, and cemented their position in the top four. Manly uh, tries to Jason Saab, Ruben Garrick, a double to Jakey Turbo, a hat-trick to Tommy Turbo, and uh, DCE with a try as well. Garrick, seven conversions, defeating the Cowboys, 18, tries to uh, Tabawai Fado, McLean, and Condon, three of three conversions to Valentine Holmes. All yours. Decent game, reasonable game, um... Overall, I mean, it was one of the, for us, we actually had to win. We're one of the few sides, I think, that, you know, position could be improved based on a win or a loss in, in this round. And um, I think it was the fourth position that was up for grabs as well, the eight, as the eighth position up for grabs. Um, and so, you know, we had, to, based on the Roosters winning, we had to win. And, uh, you know, they went out there and did it, did it pretty well in the end. Um, it does like the odd little laps, uh, particularly in the first half. But when they switched on, they switched on with just such clinical efficiency and just the effort in particularly in attack like that was typified by that try that the that Jake Turbo scored when um Olakwatu chased so hard on the ball that was looked like it was just going to be flying over the dead ball line for a seven tackle set and uh and Hamali just ch- chased it batted it back into to uh to Jake and you know and the fact that they they played literally to the buzzer and uh, scored one of the, you know fucking amazing try you know, two amazing tries in the, at the end there in the last couple of minutes, um, but particularly that last one, which was, you know, literally like, what do you call it, you know, the 110-metre effort. Um, you know, they only rested one player for this game, and I think there was, I think there was uh, a lawyer had a, there was a report that he had a, you know, a, a stomach, you know, stomach bug or, you know, something like that, so they just got him out of there for the, for the one week, and, you know, which is fine, but otherwise... You know, they're looking at they you know, tuning up pretty well. I mean, with Manly, I mean, we know it's just like all they need to do is just keep mistakes down in their game because if they keep the mistakes down, they maintain their, their share of possession more. And if they maintain a share of possession, then they're just going to fucking score points because, you know, it's just what they do. Um, Garrick, first player in history to score over 300 points for the season, which is uh, a great achievement. And it's going to go into the books and... Uh, yeah, it's not going to last forever, of course. I mean, these things never do. But you know, this is a great thing for him to you know to you know cap off a really good year, uh, good comeback year from his second year syndrome year last year where he was pretty ordinary. Um, otherwise, man, just like just injury free. Everyone's looking great. Foz is looking great. Daly's looking great. Um, you know, Tommy's Tommy, of course. Um, you know, the forwards are doing what they're doing. Croker's turned into a fucking good hooker this year, and I never thought you'd hear me say those words. But uh, he's literally, he's turned into a good fucking hooker and, you know, he's a very solid contributor to the side, you know, among a lot of, you know, very solid contributors. Uh, they ran out season well. Cowboys, look, I don't know what you can say about fucking Cowboys. This win knocked them down from 14th to 15th, I think, to finish the season. Yeah, it did. And 
and look the whole you know this the the misuse or you know the weird use of of Jason Talmalolo this season the you know the shuffling around of players the 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 releasing of um uh, what's his face to the Knights in the middle Clifford. Of, in, in Clifford in the middle of the season like there's just I just don't know I just, I just don't know I don't know where the uptick comes from them now like they've lost like what was that that was, was that ten out of their last eleven now that mm. they lost now they they got the win last week yeah and uh, then lost that, ten that in broke, a row it yeah. was I was ten okay so yeah so so they've lost eleven out of twelve then 12, yeah. and and I just don't see where like what 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 joy they have in twenty twenty two because I can't see how they get better Townsend you know, I mean, Townsend doesn't have that much of a dramatic impact for me. Well, this is the thing. I mean, that's yeah. Maybe they can't go much worse, <laughs> and maybe so Chad won't have that effect on them. Mm. But he's certainly not the three-year, eight hundred thousand dollar per annum no. savior no. for this club, though. No, he's not at all. At which, all. Which is sad because if you think the the Cowboys probably overachieved. Remember, there was that I don't know four week period where they they looked red hot. They were down. They came back again, and it was all on the back of their young halves. And everyone's mystified about, well, hang on, why have you bought fucking two other halves who are yeah. aver- average at best, either untested or average, for for next year? Yeah, and so. that's and that series of run, that that series of wins you're talking about that culminated in Clifford's last game. Yeah, yeah, for the club, and then after that, they pretty much didn't win again. That's it. Well, they won once, you know, again. So, yeah, yeah. If, if you're if you're a betting man, they are they're a, a specky for the spoon next year, I reckon. Yeah, I think they're definitely they're definitely a spoon contender next year, for sure. But yeah, I was happy Manly are going to the finals the right way. Who would have thought that they would get you know, into the top four after the way they started this season? That's it. Um, well, yeah, me. I mean, like I literally said, I literally fucking said four weeks in a row that the season doesn't start until week five. And yeah, it obviously yeah. did. Andrew, uh, in the Facebook group. The Oracle. See, you don't have to be a Manly fan to appreciate Garrick scoring 300 points in the regular season and surpassing El Magic in the process. Quality yeah. playing of the Oscars music to fucking hook that gun off stage before he'd finished his speech. That was fucking brilliant, mate. David said, rugby fucking league. What a bullshit finish. The best junk time try ever. Really was. Ben said, that last 20 minutes pretty much sums up the Cowboys season. Yeah, David. Fair. Said pathetic end to a shit season will be serious spoon contenders next year. Yeah, true. James said my dick- And I say you hate to see it, and like I actually mean it because I don't really have a lot of ill will towards the Cowboys as a club. Fuck the Cowboys. The, the I was behind the Cowboys in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Like I love that run from eighth that they had in like twenty or twenty eighteen. Like you know. Especially since given what they do for the community up there. Yeah. I would suggest they do more for their community than any Queensland-based rugby league team. Unless you count, you know, abuse and sexual assault, in which case that would probably be the Broncos, but um, <laughs> the Cowboys do good things. So uh, James said, my dick pulled a hammy watching Tommy beating all those men. <laughs> <laughs> and, I hear you, uh, brother. And uh, at Jeremy underscore Jack01 said, Tommy Turbo is Superman's real dad. It's the only logical answer. I don't understand how that makes sense because Superman's real dad was an absentee father who 
sent his fucking child flying through space and then exploded. Yeah, so, and, and, and and didn't get to enjoy the enhanced the enhanced lifestyle afforded by the yellow sun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, whereas, he only got to be a regular dude. <laughs> whereas Ben Simmons' father is more closely aligned with Jor El, <laughs> having a yellow sun. Oh, 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 Jesus. <laughs> I can see by the look on your face you had something up your sleeve and <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and 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 we will uh, never miss the opportunity <laughs> to kick Ben Simmons in the balls <laughs> if he had him <laughs> alright you know the socials that's it Right, we moved to Sunshine Coast Stadium on uh, Saturday night where the Rabbitohs 20 scratched out a win against the St. George Illawarra Dragons 16. The Rabbitohs 20 came through a double to Campbell Graham, uh, tries to uh, Ilias and Tani Milne, um, Tafi with one conversion and one penalty goal. The Dragons, a double to Slyne, uh, Ravalawa with the other try and Corey Norman, two conversions in his last game. In the red V, much to the delight of their fan base. See it, and that- also had his last touch, his last touch in that jersey as well. When they looked like, well, they didn't look <laughs> like they they had they didn't look like anything, but they they had one last chance. Yeah, to to you know to to try and earn a, a, a hard fought and extremely unlucky, as extremely lucky upset, and he just fucking dropped it flat. It's quite fitting, really. <laughs> that that was, Sloan yeah. kid. That Sloan kid has uh, done me quite a service. Yes. That is actually right. my favorite niece's name, spelled differently, okay. um, whose father is a long-suffering Dragons fan. So I've, right. take, I've taken that as a fucking meaning, and I've been on him for any time try scorer, every time he's played, and he's scoring nice. every fucking match he's played this year. Nice. So Easy money. Fuck yes. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> but, set, know, no, set no, a limit no mathematics at all basically just do astrology <laughs> <laughs> Benji I thought um, yeah, it was quite impressive guiding the young guys like Ilias and Taff around yeah pretty professionally where did Ilias play his junior footy oh he's another one the West Tigers will let go add him to the list get your fucking get your feather in your ink out <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, I see you read your I see you read your Daily Telegraph well. <laughs> yeah. Eased him into a twenty nil lead. Uh, late tries from the Dragons made it somewhat interesting, um, as you alluded as you said earlier, Nate, only for Corey Norman to spill it cold on their last attacking play, which is quite fitting and um no less than what the dragons in their legion of red v wearing cunts deserve. <laughs> so how about the how about the rabbitos though? Like going to the finals now. Obviously, we know that Latrell's not going to be around thanks to the suspension. This game was the audition for for uh, Tafi to see if he's got he has what it takes to sort of be the in the number one jersey Bennett going was, into the important games. Bennett was pretty. Bennett was Wayne Bennett, I guess. Yeah, he did some <laughs> things I liked and some things I didn't like. Thanks, thanks for that, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so, somebody mentioned it in the, in the game thread. Like, did you hear him talk before the game? That they're, they're talking about him. They're like, oh, you know, we we haven't seen much of this this Taffy kid. 
What, what I think they were talking about um, Ilias. Oh, yeah. was it Ilias? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I, I haven't seen him play yet. He's gone, yeah, I haven't seen him either. He's <laughs> 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 oh, a fucking troll. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Does he be a fairly big play from Wayne Bennett of all coaches to to pick a, a fullback that's played one game to play in a finals match? Certainly if, against against that opposition. I don't know if he would do it. Yeah. If yeah. you're if you're Wayne, so what do you do? Do you move Johnson? Yeah, I'd play. I think that's what he'll do. Is he'll play Alex Johnson? But then is that is that that gamble where that left edge of yours is fucking humming so beautifully? Do you mess with that as opposed to? I don't. If it was me, I'd I'd play the young fella. Yeah. Okay. Give him a chance to, you know, have his moment. Yeah. Fair enough. You don't know if they're up to it until you put them in there, but um, yeah, after one game, it's a big ask. But is that your thing about that left? And the thing about that left edge is, it's not really you know when you get when you get out to the wing and everything, it's it's kind of happened by then. Mm. You know it, what I mean? Like it, it has it down. But, but a lot of what the rabbits do is is based on people freaking the fuck out because of who's there. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Whereas I, I think if you've got an un, a complete unknown on the wing. Then that allows people to okay, so it's more than likely going to be one of the inside two. Mm. I don't know. Uh, ben said, "Can we go back and edit the app earlier in the year where stepdad said the good teams score tries with the player in the bin? Evidently, the good teams do, but so can this rabble." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Josh Maguire. How how many weeks is that going to be? Is it is it official that it's six? I, th- I think I, I think I read that he he was looking at six, but I don't know if that's actually how it's going to turn out. Yeah, fucking hell. Should find out tomorrow. Mm. Uh, John said, "How appropriate for Corey Norman to have his last touch in the NRL and knock on good ridden Mister <laughs> Mars Barbecue." <laughs> <laughs> Gabe said, "I'm going to heat a plate in the microwave, roll up a twenty dollar note, and snort my Mars bar in celebration of the end of the Dragon season tonight." <laughs> Goodbye, Corey. Chef's kiss. You complete and utter donkey. <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love it that that there are that many different Corey Norman incidents that people can fucking call on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's a, like you know Ben Hunt. He's got the drop ball. That's what he's yeah. got, and that's what yeah. everyone's going to run at him with forever. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Norman is the fucking food star of player indiscretions. Just walking around, you know you're going to get food poisoning, but you're not sure what you're going to what you're going to select to give it to you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, JDHD44 said I cannot think of a more appropriate way for Corey Norman's career to end than for him to call for it on the last on an all or nothing play and then fuck it up in the most embarrassing way possible there you go and uh, Ming at Nostradacus on Twitter said so kind of that spectator to reenact a scene from the barbecue bust <laughs> how good right the uh Move on to Sunday games in the Gold Coast Titans 44 defeated the Warriors 0 at Seabus. And uh, the Titans 44 came through tries uh, a double to Jaden Campbell, uh, Mitch Rain, a double to David Fafita, Brian Kelly, Patrick Herbert, Mo Fodawaika, and uh, Fogarty. Six of eight conversions defeated the Warriors 0. And of course, the equation going into this game was for eighth place on the ladder, the Titans had to win mm-hmm. by 11 or more. After the uh, differential that the uh, Sharks managed to, you know, they managed to save a little bit in the relatively close loss to the Storm earlier in the round, and uh, 
the Titans, they they sort of battled hard to get themselves in that position where I think they were around like 16-0 and it was in their keeping and it was all a bit of a, it was, it was all on edge for a little bit. And then once it sort of got to 22, then the jubilant, jubilation on their side sort of spilled over and they started playing some real carefree Mm. attacking footy yeah. and the Warriors just fucking mentally imploded yeah. with, you know, their grub patrol <laughs> that they've got in the forwards there. Uh, punches were thrown and sim bins were had. Fuck. And uh, that's and that's exactly the scenario. When, you're, when you need to maintain a, a certain scoreline margin to get into the finals, then once you've head-fucked your opposition and have men or men advantages, then it's, you know, yeah, you can just start hammer the advantage home, which yeah. they did very well. I, I think the, the game was definitely over before it went to thirteen on ten, but became a yeah. game of fucking touch footy after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, did um, did someone tell Matt Lodge that tonight is the night he dies? Because after the after the melee, he wanted to have a bit of a like he was he'd been sin binned, and then someone had a crack at him, and he was he was about to go back in. He, his eyes almost rolled back. In his head. Well, he was, he was, um, yeah, he, he, he was, he was having a running battle for most of the game mm. with Jared Wallace. And when he got sin binned and Wallace got sin binned as well, and it was kind of like that Brookie Brawl situation where yeah. someone just slowed right down trying to sort of to catch him, let him, let him catch up to him so they could go round two. And then he, I mean, he thought better of it and then just, you know, sort of stalked his way off to the, off to the bin to do his thing. And, you know, the crowd gave it to him and he, you know, gave him, you know, finger and went on his way. But uh, look, I love that sort of spicy chaos, uh, especially in the last round of the season when, mm. you know, and when and when the the verdict when when the game was over, um, yeah, you know, like numerically speaking, anyway, you know, it did made made it a little bit you know a bit spicy. But um, mm. that was Ashley Klein yeah. again this game, wasn't it? Yep. Fuck this guy can lose control of a fucking game can't lately, he? can't he? Mm. I mean, that's that's two weeks in a row his game has bubbled over to the point where he's had to send guys because shit was just getting too spicy. Yeah. Um, in the actual football, though, Jaden Campbell brought some big dick energy in an attempt to secure the fullback jersey. So there's um, talk that Rimpleton may uh, I hope Brimson it. likes a... I hope Brimson likes the, pra- the Paddock Bakery because he'll be fucking playing for Burley more often than not. Mm, mm. <laughs> that um, you would based based on the unpredictability of his game, you wouldn't take him out. No, he's Just he's playing. like look physically speaking, yeah, he might be a little bit light now because he's a fucking child. But I mean, that, the enthusiasm. That's a fair understatement, Nathan. He enthusi- weighs eight kilos. No, yeah, but no, only a little bit. I, I wouldn't want to put too much on him. Because, yeah, his speed and elusive nature and unpredictability and everything, I think it all comes from being, you know, like not, you know, not too huge. But he, need, he does definitely needs a little, a little bit so his yeah. body can survive the rigors of, you know, first grade football. Yeah, he needs but, to grow into I himself mean, a little bit. But he's a fucking, yeah. like, he is an out and out star. Yeah. Already yeah. better than his old man. I'll say it. Oh, fucking what? Yeah, I'll say it. You're a shit, <laughs> you are a shit human. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking blowing up a, a, a new exciting star, and I'm, I'm a shit human for a Queensland yes. side. For a Queensland side, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just like, look, I'm blowing him up. I mean, it's not like he's going to fucking wash out at Toowoomba after getting blown up by the host of this show, mate. He's playing first grade now. <laughs> Who's a shit human, Glenn? You, <laughs> still you. <laughs> oh god, on the socials, Aaron. So the best 80 minutes the Titans have put together for a long time. 
Like, yeah, yeah, it was, but was it really? Like, did they have 80 minutes of opposition? I don't know. Uh, Matt, so just when you thought peak rugby league had peaked, hold my beer, says Titans Warriors, led by Angry Ant Walsh and Lunatic Lodge. Yeah. Another Aaron said Warriors low-key getting back at the Sharks for sending them Chad Townsend. <laughs> How, how's how's Reese Walsh getting like, I mean, like he was, he was almost kicked off the spicy stuff. Yeah. Like how, how's he, I mean, he still was, looked like he, yeah, he still looked dreamy in what he's doing it, but he was, he was getting in amongst it though. Like there was, he was legitimately a chance that the, the area under and around his eyes was going to match the fucking yeah. these eyelids. <laughs> I'd I'd love for the, the new PVL rule to just be that if if in real life someone could fucking pummel you, you're you're still allowed to punch them. So if little lippy cunts like Reese Walsh decide to go off at people who are three times their size, they're allowed to just belt him. <laughs> It's like like, like the, the the Jerry Springer rule. Yeah, that's it. Where where you know you can just get that one punch in because the big bodyguards will jump jump on the <laughs> and pull everyone apart. So so the idea is to get the first punch in, uh, and then it gets split up and you don't get punched back in return. Uh, yeah. Little Buffalo on Twitter <laughs> said, "I feel like the Warriors mailed out that bag of dicks yesterday." <laughs> uh, and Dean K eighty eight on Twitter said, "Man, I can't believe building a pack around renowned gents Lodge and Evans would backfire." <laughs> Kane Evans, though, that, that that must be one of the first legitimate undisguised punches thrown in fucking ages, though, right? Didn't, oh no! Uh, didn't uh, he throw a a piss poor one? Like, but two still an undisguised punch. Will Chambers, yeah, that's right. And I think he was trying in this game. I think he was actually trying to make up for the fact that he punched a man, a grown ass man, in the face twice. <laughs> Who, who didn't have any sort of guard up yeah. and failed to do any damage whatsoever. <laughs> I thought for a minute, when he when he got binned, I thought for a minute that he was going to escape from it because he sort of threw that punch and then um, then Tino sort of got him and sort of pushed him well out of the frame and mm. like away from where the melee was. And I thought, he's fucking got away with this here. He's yeah. like, he's, mm. he's thrown a punch and then been ended up so far away from the whole melee that like they were on, they were on Matt Lodge and, you know, those, and, you know, those guys, but... Nah, sure enough, they got him. Yeah, they did. Is that it for the socials? On to the next one. Right, uh, the last one of the round. We don't have to if you want to skip it. Boys, you look, Jay, you look tired. Jay, you look tired. You look tired, mate. You don't need to do this. You don't need to do this, boys. I'm, 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 I'm exhausted, but I mate. feel this game was going to give me wings. I could, ha- I um, could have actual AIDS. <laughs> actual AIDS. And I would fucking Magic Johnson my way. <laughs> Into talking about this game. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Canterbury Bulldogs 38 to feed the West Tigers 0. Oh, that's Canterbury. better than caffeine. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Meany, two tries. Avrilo, two tries. Hetherington, a try, and all, almost two tries, but he got a try. Uh, Ockenbohr and Corey Allen also with tries. Meany, three conversions. Hopper Jr. in his final game in Canterbury Colours, uh, he got a conversion and uh, Meany with a penalty goal. Our man on the ground, Glennie, was actually at this stadium for this game. Yes. He's a West Tigers supporter. <laughs> Break it down. How did it go? <laughs> Badly. <laughs> Look, I'd had a lovely Father's Day. 
and I continued to be honest, despite the result and the way that the Tigers played. Um, I did enjoy my Father's Day, and it was also my eldest uh, eldest son's birthday. Uh, so we'd been into the city. We'd had a fucking lovely lunch. He'd bought some new basketball shoes. He's we we're all fucking high Could on life. Good. Um, new freaks. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. <laughs> his choice. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> I guess, considering where he's come from. That's... Just say Jordans and move on, Glennie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. Look, I'd, 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 I'd be, understand I'd be the child's age. <laughs> yeah, but it's a bit fucking predictable. Well, he also, the, the pair that he bought previously were LeBrons, so that's probably going to have an oh, impact. Okay, that's a fucking improvement. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, why didn't um, you fucking steer him towards a good pair of KDs? He he was considering those. He yeah. was looking, but it's it's his choice. It's his money. So you made him know. buy his own. Fuck me! No, it's his birthday money. He'd been given considerable sums plus uh, the money that he gets. Uh, he earns a bit of money by doing some stuff around the. The workplace and um, okay. yeah, saved up some coin and wanted to buy himself some shoes. Okay. Next time, let me know. I'll take him shopping. We'll fucking do it properly. Okay. Excellent. Done. Get that as a fucking soundbite. Jackson Blakely, I'm going to give him your number and you're going to regret saying that for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> no, I fucking won't. <laughs> but he won't walk around with Giannis's on Seriously? his feet. Yeah. There will be, like, fucking... When when the floods came in 2011, <coughs> they killed seven people in Toowoomba. He will get back there, and there will be more drip on that kid <laughs> than in that city. So it washed away the entire fucking settled settlement at Grantham. <laughs> All the house and land packages. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we're talking about this and not the game. It's so good. But uh, no, we um, Jackson Speaking and of natural I- disasters. Yeah. Sorry. Speaking of things getting washed away, um, Jackson and I made our way up to the game and uh, plonked ourselves on our seats. There was a um, a couple, an older couple sitting in front of us. A uh, lady had a retro um, hoodie on, West Magpies hoodie and a Victor jersey on underneath, and a Magpies flag in front of me. It was quite fitting for Father's Day. Brought back some nostalgia from Bruiser, and I was there, sat at the football to watch watch my team with my son. Um, it's fucking disgusting to watch And was person. fucking predict, predicted to be a little bit of a fucking ring-in game after you'd done the right thing and shown up to a game they were obviously going to lose against Penrith. You showed up and you took your fucking medicine. Okay, just on that now, I, I, this this is this is the moment, right? So we get we sit down. Jackson says to me, "How do you think the Tigers are going to go today, mate?" And I said, "To be honest, I feel like we'll win. We should win." And he goes, "You reckon it'll be close?" I'm like, "I just I'm actually hoping. I'm hoping for a bit of a fucking drubbing." Because I don't want it to be close because that's fucking embarrassing. Okay? <laughs> Wait for it. The game plays out. It, it, it's about 22 nil. 
what it, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it got to 22 nil. Jackson turns to me and he said, "Dad, you know when we when I asked you before, you know, before kick off, and you know, I asked you how you thought the Tigers were going to go, and you said you were hoping for a bit of a drubbing." I said, "Yes, mate." He goes, "Look, I'm not trying to be a smartass, <laughs> but." And Do people you know, only say that when they're yeah. going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and he's look, he comes from a fair bloodline, but he knows he says, you know, Dad, the devil hears your prayers too. <laughs> <laughs> so a few moments other than the, the absolute fucking disgusting performance, which was actually it was bad at the ground. It was fucking terrible. Um but watching Rewatching a lot of it, um, doing some extra prep for the, for the show it was it was fucking worse. <laughs> it was worse watching it again. There's there's <laughs> no fucking desire. Um, couple of key moments for me. The 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 moment um, in the to start the second half where Sini and Noffa collided and the ball fucking spews out and the Bulldogs score. Yep. Zero. That didn't happen far from us. Um, so I was in the stand on the, the opposite side of the field to where we sat. Uh, okay, so you're on, you're, you're on the, the, unco- the uncovered yeah. long side. Yep. Yeah, which was poor choice from on my part but because um, <laughs> it looked like it was going to fucking piss down. And it, it didn't actually rained, rain though, did it, it? It rained before we got there. So we oh, had okay. to – anyway, um, so that we were sat right behind the Tigers' bench. Oh, God. And, and the coach's box was just up from us. Did you right. hear? Could you hear Madge? No, no, you I couldn't. couldn't. Hear him he like had, the, he had the window. Crazy. He did have the the window mostly shut, so I couldn't hear him going crazy. No. Did you hear Tom did, and Dwyer I, say anything? No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, okay. And that's because he wasn't didn't mutter a word. Yeah, well, but, obviously, but yeah, just checking. Yeah, <laughs> no, look, it's a fair question. Um, so in that moment with Sini and Noffa, zero talk. No one called mine. No one called yours. No one called fucking no ones. No one called I'm going to end up on my ass. No one said, no one said I'm not a first grader. I, there was no talk, not a fucking word. And predictably, they fucking, yeah, predictably they ran into one another. Yeah. Um, James Roberts, and we've had a bit to say about James Roberts um, with some of the, the issues that unfolded earlier in the season when the, the teams first went into the bubble. Um. So it was pretty obvious from the get-go that the Tigers weren't up for the game, um, and they were down badly, sixteen nil, twenty-two nil. And I, I know it's my choice to drive two and a half hours to watch that shit. I get it. I put my hand up. I own it. And I, I. I'm not one for I, – I, I, it does irk me when your team gets blasted and, you know, after the game, guys are shaking hands and fucking yucking it up and laughing and carrying on, right? Yep. James Robert wasn't participating in the game. He, he was obviously 18th man. Yep. Um, he was – so team's getting blasted. The performance is fucking atrocious. And he's he, he could have been doing his own stand-up routine. He's laughing and yucking it up, you know, like looking around at the crowd and fucking cracking jokes with the blokes next to him. And Ugh. it's 
it, it fucking pissed me off, if I'm honest. Because <laughs> I know it's the last game. I know our season was over. I know it's the last game of the year. But fuck, that's, it wasn't a good look yeah. for me, my personal opinion. Um, the old lady um, in the Magpie hoodie, she grew up around Lincoln Oval, had a little bit of a chat to her. Fucking, she she got up and she said, "We're um, we've got to get public transport home. I'm sorry, but I, I can't, I can't watch this anymore. I have to go. I'm, I'm gonna fucking apologise me anyway. I'm gonna sit here and take my medicine. But um, with twenty minutes to go, it wasn't a particularly big crowd, but twenty minutes to go, fucking people just on mass headed for the exits. Yeah. Um, when um. Before kickoff, Maguire, as I said, we were, we were sat not too far from the coach's box. He had to walk up the stairs uh, just to the right of us to get to the coach's box. As he's walking up there, um, all the Tigers, there was a fair contingent of Tigers fans around where we were sitting. Everyone gave him a bit of a clap and said, We're with you, Madge, you know, like in, you know, we, we've got, yep. based off the Tiger Town thing, I think it's, yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. painting me a really good light. Did, um, did, did anyone say, don't worry about it, Madge. The West Tigers are always in a fucking game. No one said that. Oh. No one said that. Did, did anyone tell them? <laughs> tell him what their why was? Uh, no, no one specifically uh, let let him know what the why okay. was. Um, okay. But he did get a fair reception walking um, walking out uh, walking up to the coach's box before the game. Uh, in direct contrast, at halftime when he makes yep. his way down from the coach's box towards. Uh, the dressing room to give them, you know, a chat about whys and why the fucks and, um, you know, the other things that he's want to do in the dressing room. It was fucking silent because Oof. we were all fucking stunned. Other than one old bloke from the absolute last row of the makeshift grandstand, just a single voice, a lone wolf, Sort it out, Michael. <laughs> that was it. That was the only fucking word spoken. Um, so, yeah, it was. It was. That's. I don't even know where we go from there. Yeah. Brooks. Brooks was fucking atrocious. Um, he cops a lot of flack. Um, some of it at times is unwarranted, but this game he was he was atrocious. Um, Jock Madden. I. I've backed him to to have his chance at first grade, and and I'm sure he'll get plenty more games to to show what he's capable of. But in this game against the wooden spooners of the competition, he, he looked like first grade was beyond him. Um, Zaxini had once, a shocker. Once, once, once Hetherington got to you know got wind that he could run straight over him at will. Mm. Yeah, he was just calling for it and calling like yeah. he, he. I've never seen him so hungry for work in a game yeah. in his entire career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Couple of injuries. Jake Simkin busted his shoulder. That was a bad one. That didn't happen far from us. You could hear him. He was he was in a lot of fucking pain. Um, Tommy Talia did his ACL. ACL, yeah. So yeah. he's he's fucked. Um, Fuck that. So when that happens, you like you see him go. And like, yeah. it's, it's just that look. Oh, yeah. it turns your yeah. fucking stomach. Yeah, exactly. So long. It's a long way away for seeing you from that day when he had his bogan mates up in the crowd. But if you yeah. remember the next game, he wasn't. He was hopeless the next game too. He, he, yeah, he was. Yeah. He played much like he did yesterday yeah, in, in yeah. his second game. Yeah. Um. And to be fair, that he's he's deserved his opportunities in first grade by way 
of the, by the way he's played um, in in reserve grade. Uh, but at this stage, I'm not convinced he's not one of those tweenies. Too yeah. good, too good for reserve grade. Not good enough for first grade. So yeah, I also think he might be you know at best a winger. Yeah, and, and like, but he's, and, he's played a lot of fullback in Reggie's though. Yeah, but I think first grade. I, for, for, he looks. He, he looked fucking. Clu- I mean, it's a dog he's playing against too. It's not like yeah. you know, it's not some guy like you know Cleary or Daly or fucking you know mm. Adam Reynolds yeah. who's you know putting challenges to him with a kicking game. Yeah, this is like this. This is just stock standard. Avarillo. Avarillo goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um. So yeah, there's. It was you know you can see the difference in the caliber of people like Steph who when the game's well and truly fucking dusted, he runs down the fullback, mm. um, to, you know, chases the fullback to make, to make a tackle uh, in, late in the game. So, yeah. look, I don't know Which what is, else to say. It, it is probably a, a good example. You know, we, we get on here two times a week and, and talk about teams and, and talk about people. And... We, we can be harsh in our critique, but it just goes to show, because the differences in actual physical attributes aren't that hard, aren't, aren't that different. You know, if you mm. get the West Tigers and the Melbourne Storm, you know, there's going to be some outliers in terms of, of speed and, and strength. But as a whole, I reckon if you, you plot out the data points of what everyone runs, 20 50 and 100 in and what they all squat and bench press and you know, mm. all of that stuff, the, the physical attributes wouldn't be that different. It's not like they're, they're across the board to a man, they're 30% better. That's it. Yeah. Mm. And and it goes to show how fucking important that mental strength is, that that even with, with about the same physical attributes, and yeah, again, you're going to have people with you know, high, whatever you call it, footy IQ or smarts or, or whatever it may be, but but mentally, the Tigers couldn't get in for this, mm. you know, or or couldn't fight back from a small deficit, mm. couldn't stop that turning into a large deficit in something where where they're essentially playing for their own pride. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, I think, think you hit the nail on the head. How much pride do they have? How much did they oh, they showed? Oh, I was stunned. Not, I was, I was stunned at how nice. little. I was mm. stunned at how little they had because I mean, even up to the point where it gets to like, you know, twenty two nil or something like that, there was so much time left in the game. I'm like, look, they can, you know, they score one, they can score a couple, and you know, surely they'll, yeah, you know, run over the top of them here. And if there's one thing and the Bulldogs have done this year, it, it's float in and out of games in ten minute chunks. Yeah, mm. you know, in in which time like. You, you could be three tries down against the Bulldogs with 10 minutes to go and full of fucking confidence. Yeah, still be confident you're going to you go crack them out. Um, no, and it, was, that, it was fucking appalling. Yeah, that, that's my issue here is the effort, the actual effort and that mental fortitude. Because I think this has gone beyond something. like You see teams like the Raiders, you know, when they had that whole fading thing and their second halves were terrible, they, they were actually affected by it. They were still trying their guts out but they were fucked in the head. They had the mm. yips to a man. Whereas this, to me, that screamed of a lack of effort. And it screamed like a bunch of blokes that are trying to get the coach sacked. Yeah. Mm. Which, 
you don't even have to fucking try to get your coach sacked these days. Just by, you know, well, the fact that he's the only one with a contract that's not guaranteed and won't fuck the club over if they break it. He's the one mm. that's going to go anyway. You know, what, what else What else are you going to do? Trade everyone, cancel all of their contracts? Mm. How many of those players are actually at risk? Yeah. That's the fucking problem for the West Tigers. Exactly. Do we want to go through the socials on this one? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, Dane. You need closure. You need closure, Glennie. Dane says, when your club's at rock bottom and then Katoa pulls apart your defense. <laughs> Hashtag offloads for Madge. Devonhead said, happy Father's Day, Glennie. <laughs> Hashtag Tigers in decline. Fuck that guy. Chewy said, did the Tigers think they had a chance of the finals? Or was it a tribute match for someone? <laughs> Christopher said, maybe Tiger Town can come back for a final round decline special where they shoot Madge out of a cannon at Leichhardt. <laughs> Jason said, Tiger Town looks like it was written by Tarantino. <laughs> Kyle said, hang your head in shame, Glenn. And then Brad said the dogs just stole the last piece of dignity the Tigers had and sold that motherfucker on eBay. (laughs) (laughs) Michael said this game proved two things, that the Tigers overachieved in 2021 and despite this, Madge will lose his job. Fucking oath, didn't they what? Matthew said sometimes, just sometimes, when the stars align, the football gods look down and utter three magical words that give hope to the downtrodden and hopeless. Fuck you, Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> that's us. That is, and that's uh, that's it for uh, for round twenty five in the regular season. We've uh, we've locked in our top eight. The finals begin. Got my finals tickets today. What a fucking cunt circus that was, too. By the way, um, what's the rationale? Did you hear? But you know, behind playing the first round of finals all over the fucking shop, like you know, there's a double header up there in um, Townsville, uh, North. North Queensland, where yeah. where the ground didn't, didn't look great on the weekend, and so two finals games. I think, you know, I don't want to put the mocker on anybody, but that Panthers Rabbits game is the second game of a double header on the yeah. the uh, the abattoir surface. I mean, it would be a tragedy to see like an ACL, you know, yeah. ACLs or something, you know, some ridiculous shit happen, you know. Um, and then you know the the reason why I was a cunt circus to get tickets, obviously, is like yeah, I. I had tickets up, had to go up to Sunshine Coast for Friday's game. Um, and I don't think it was necessary. I mean, uh, the, the game would definitely be sold out, I would say. But um, just the ticket tech systems got fucking smashed at one o'clock. Uh, I timed out like, you know, five times trying to trying to pay for tickets and things. And yeah, each time you're going through, you know, the tickets are getting worse because yeah, you know, they're getting snapped up and stuff. So got up there anyway so got got the tickets so i'll be up there got so i think might have some extra tickets as well for that game too so um if anyone's uh, a manly or a storm fan and uh, couldn't get any tickets hit me up i might be able to sort you out um but yeah it's a shame that like not everyone gets the the ability to go and you know we've we've had such a great run down here in southeast queensland at the moment for games over the last sort of two yeah. months so it's a shame that you know, presumably as the as the finals progress and the games get bigger, like over sort of week two, three, four, we're going to see them more at probably Suncorp, you know, or Suncorp and Seabus or something like that, mm. rather than the smaller grounds. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I guess we'll find out. But, uh, How much does Townsville hold? 
25? Yeah, more than that. Yeah, enough. Yeah, it's 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 a good ground. It's a good ground, and it's a definitely a final. I mean, the surface is not so. You know, the surface is more the worry for me rather than the actual ground and its capacity. Yeah. Um, and yeah, look, you know, given COVID and everything, Seabus can can handle you know capacity for a finals game, no problem at all. Yep. Suncorp obviously can do it, stand on its head. Um, yep. but uh, yeah. We shall see. And, and ha- who knows if it was something imposed on them by, you know, there were all those new conditions around the, remember when they had the last lockdown? Yeah. And and it, so could, it could just be, it could knows? be just the just fear of that, fear of that shit down at Bean Lee and, and that too, that trucky. Yeah, true. And then like, you know, look, you know, let's, let's, you know, fling the games out. Have they locked down Logan yet? No, they only. Well, I thought down. they would have announced that this afternoon, but they yeah, didn't they, they, it's because they, they've got everything under control, from what I can tell. I mean, there's, there's like a, it's like the wife and the kid, I think. Yeah, okay. And they've been in isolation the whole time. Um, they had uh, certain. Uh, just there's listeners of the show involved in certain school community down there, and the school got locked down because the daycare attached to the school is where the four year old that, that caught it was was attending, and so what a surprise! Um, Fucking community that, that eats. Chicken embryos gets a fucking <laughs> pandemic, yeah. and uh, but that that school that school has since been uh, they, they've been um, uh, released from from lockdown uh, this afternoon. So well, I know you're a listener, but Dan Andrews, there is a fucking breakout at Logan. I would suggest finding someone in your community named Barb and hosing her down with fucking bleach. <laughs> Just force feed force feed at ivermectin. <laughs> I hear that works. <laughs> oh, the good old horsey paste. Um, anyway, fellas, that's it. Full time. Regular season. It's done. Regular, done. Full time for the regular season. And uh, yeah, the episodes, they only, get, uh, they only get shorter from here, boys. How was your yeah. first year back, Lenny? It was a it's fucking, not- it was so enjoyable to have you back on board. <laughs> I see the look on your face. <laughs> It's lovely. A pleasure from start to finish. <laughs> it was. Oh, look, it's not over yet, but um, I feel like it took me a little while to find my feet again, but um, I think I'm back there. It's good. You are, you're the, you're officially the kids the, are back in line. Officially the Dylan Edwards of this show. Fucking cunt. Again, <laughs> that's right up there with fucking associating me with Grover, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, Glennie Edwards. <laughs> but no, seriously... Um, just whole, coming back and and you know interacting with you guys on a weekly basis. Um, can't believe I'm actually saying this because you guys are both cunts, as we know. But um, <laughs> it has it has been a big part in me coming back from a pretty fucking ordinary place last year. And sometimes you need to get back to and and remember you know, what's important to you and the, and the people that have you back in their own fucking special ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are uh, fucking doctors no, out there now diagnosing you with Twilholm syndrome. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. But no, seriously, um, last year, well, the f- fucking first part of last year and the, and the two years prior were pretty well fucked and... Um, coming back to this and other stuff that we've had going on professionally and, uh, you know, in the last 12 months or so has fucking been pretty amazing. So I, uh, I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, all the cunts that kicked me at the start of the year can eat a fucking dick. 
That's the spirit. That's the spirit. They were your um, motivators. Yeah. They, they were your why. <laughs> I found my why. Well, you found you found your why real fucking early in the season. The West Tigers are still looking for it on a player by player basis. <laughs> Did any of them find their why? No. I, mean, I think I think Moe found his why. You know when he sort of pulled the ripcord and. And jettisoned his he out found his, there, yeah. Maui found his why. Yes, I will go to the dragons. <laughs> yeah, he found his why because you know he can't he can't fucking he can't take a breath in the wrong way without fucking Noffa getting on Twitter bitching about it. You know something he did. So Noffa still hasn't found his A and B. So I don't know what hope he's got to find his why. <laughs> anyway, boys, that's full time for episode four thirty one. Thanks for listening, everybody. As you always, you interact with us. Uh, in a multitude of ways, such as Patreon, our social media communities, uh, and much more. Thisweekinleague.com forward slash links. Get on there, get around it. and Just a reminder, yes. Patreons, this week, the theme of your episode, Neighbours. Yep, I've had a couple sent through already, which is great. But yeah, the, the, the theme of uh, comments, stories, and questions. Neighbours. So for everyone that's not on board, we are theming our Patreon episodes from here on out. This week, the theme is neighbourly encounters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Subscribe to listen. Exactly. And that's at, at uh, patreon.com forward slash Twill Nation. Get on there. Get around it. And, uh, yeah, of course, actually drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend. Bring your friends into the Twill Facebook group. It's a great fucking time. And uh, the banner never stops. And uh, particularly this year as well. Like, you know, we often see some drop-offs in the, in the on the socials as our teams, you know, become, you know, come in and out of contention and uh, particularly the end of the season where, you know, some teams, you know, after origin are pretty much out of it for the season. But this time where the teams have given up hope and stopped fighting, mm-hmm. the punters, they'll keep swinging <laughs> to the death. <laughs> so get around it. Um, look, that's it. You fellas want to uh, add anything else? How good's finals football? Let's go. Fucking awesome. I love ask it. me, ask, ask me on fucking Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's good to be there. It's good. It's good to be a so, part of it again. We was that you saying? You know, first year back. Was that you winding me up because I'm not participating in the finals? Fucking episodes. <laughs> Much no. like the Tigers. No. <laughs> no. 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 I said you're the Dylan Maybe. Edwards, not the Latrell. <laughs> <laughs> not the you're not you you not the you're not the David Nofaluma. Yeah, I mean it's not like you deserve to be there, but you won't ever. I mean you deserve to be there, and you will be there, mate. You guys are my you, a, you guys are my A and B defenders. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We'll defend your A. <laughs> I'm sorry, I went there. I apologise. Even, even though you're, even though you, I wish I could take it back, like but I bee. can't. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck you guys. Ladder previews on Wednesday. See, See you then. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.